Welcome to Media Plus from the Mac Observer, our weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. I'm really thrilled today to be joined by Terence Gaines, the co-host of the Snob OS cast. The unashamedly, the podcast are unashamedly for Mac snobs, aren't you, Terence? Yeah, we, we call it the snobs because we, we particularly pay uh, special attention to Apple products, but we say and then some because we do kind of dive into some other subjects. We maybe cover some tech in general, maybe cover some social media stuff and just personal stuff. But primarily <laughs> we are Apple snobs. So hence the name of the podcast. And uh, the we is Nika Monford, who I had the pleasure of having on the show a few weeks ago, which was fun. So I had to get I had to get a partner in crime on. You know, you, you have to you can't have one without the other. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we wanted to get stuck in actually to quite a big topic and the kind of topic that really it almost overarches the whole of this show, whatever episode we're doing, and that is the basic question: Would you and will you? pay for apple tv plus now before kind of you know before this sh- every episode before it's been a theoretical question but uh emails have now gone out to subscribers people who subscribe right at the beginning saying from july the 1st you're going to be charged it's 499 dollars in the us four pounds 99 here in the uk those are equivalent rates whatever country you're listening to us from but if you're, you're the three years are starting to end, uh, and the uh, for me, this changes the whole dynamic of what Apple TV Plus is, what it's about, um, how people are going to respond to it. So, for, first of all, what's your take? Because I know there's a di- there's another bit we need to discuss with you, Terence, that you told me off air you have one of the Apple One bundles, which I think changes yes. the conversation slightly and is an important thing for us to get into, but right. Would you pay four ninety nine a month for Apple TV Plus? Let's let's start with the big question. Uh, so start with the end, right? Okay. So um, there are a couple of shows that, of course, with my before then free Apple TV Plus, because before uh, the Apple One bundle came out, they were offering Apple TV Plus for free for users who bought. You know, they threw it in with all kind of things: iPads, Apple Watches, yeah. pretty much the whole. No, kit not Google. Apple Watches. The, the Apple Watches. Yeah, definitely iPads. Most, right. I mean, Macs. And um, Apple TV. Apple TV, of course, and right. iPhones. Basically, the rule to remember it was: if you could watch Apple TV Plus on the device, you, you got, got Apple, Apple TV. TV. Plus. Oh, okay, so you not Apple Watch. Free. Okay, so my mistake. So. Uh, prior to the Apple One bundle coming out, we were using Apple TV, a part of, you know, an Apple product that we purchased. Um, there are a couple of shows um, to get down into the weeds. Um, the I enjoy the Ted Lasso. Uh, that right, that's show. taken three minutes for us to mention Ted Lasso. Well done. That's a new record. Good. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it's big over there, right? Uh, we'll we'll come so to Ted Lasso. I, We've got some Ted Lasso news. We're going to come to that. Okay, so that was one of the shows I actually enjoyed. C, uh, me and my wife actually enjoyed that show. Um, In addition to those two shows, we never really got deep into anything on Apple TV+. Now, there are rumors. I haven't looked this up. I haven't done any my own research. But I maybe heard something about Jon Stewart, who I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. No, that is coming. We've got a Jon Stewart show coming. Okay. The so, problem with John Stewart, there's going to be a podcast as well. 
there is some big John Stewart stuff happening. Right. So uh, if I heard there's another ver- uh, 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 season of C coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's out now. Yeah, we've got that. Okay. And then Ted Lasso's coming out with the new yep. season. So those three things at $5 a month, I pay more to enjoy less <laughs> on yeah. other subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, I think services. that's a very good point. So personally, personally, I would pay five bucks a month to enjoy those shows. Now, um, if I was not a part of the Apple One bundle that throws in Apple TV, which, you know, um, on a tangent, but not really, that makes the Apple bundle even more valuable for me. Correct, yeah. Because I'm already using the, the family cloud sharing. I'm already using Apple Fitness. I'm already using um, the Apple Music. So to add that, in there is a bonus and yeah. my price doesn't change. So that's definitely a bonus, but throwing that out the window, not even considering that, um, I would definitely pay for Apple TV plus just to get those couple of episodes, those couple of shows. And then that would even kind of force me to find out what else is on there that I may be interested in yeah. uh- because I'm now paying for it. Yeah, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think Apple is gambling on exactly what you're laying out. There's one or two shows that's enough for each person to mm-hmm. watch that's worth four ninety nine a month. And that once you're paying, you'll find you'll make yourself find other stuff which convinces you it's worth it. Right. I think that that's exactly what's going on. Um I think that we we need to talk about, of course, the original strategy. Every show you've just named that you're enjoying and the shows you're not enjoying on TV Plus are are made basically by Apple for Apple. Right. It's all original content. It's not that there was a rumor ages ago they were going to buy MGM, get the you know get have the James Bond franchise and all of that stuff. Didn't happen. Let's mm-hmm. go to Amazon. So you know they've really stuck pretty rigidly to this originals. The, the slight there's been a little deviation with kind of some of the stu- Snoopy specials, but basically they've stuck pretty diligently to this idea that they are only going to do original content. They're going to charge. And you not- yeah. In, in addition to that, there was rumors that Apple was going to be, well, maybe not rumors. People were going, people were making the assumption that since Apple was putting out original content, it was going to be kind of cheesy and mm. maybe even watered down and maybe like real PG, but that's not the case. Now, no. of course, it's not super racy like some of the other, you know, HBO Max. And you can find some super racy stuff over there that may have people questioning, you know. But as far as the content I've just certain, you know, just like watch trailers for and even some of the things that I enjoy, it's good content. It's not the cheesy. No, you know, it's not filtered, watered-down stuff that people assumed since Apple is kind of like a family-type brand that, you know, everybody from all ages can use it. So people just made the assumption that Apple TV was going to be kind of like yeah. watered-down and cheesy. But that's not the case either. No, it's absolutely not. It's a, it's a topic that, again, has come up regularly when we look at the broader picture of Apple TV+. Plus. You know, we did assume you know, I've referenced it so many times, notes going around. We heard from Tim Cook and Apple execs asking characters to be nice or do they have to swear? You know, there was all, as you say, all these rumors flying around and we, well, it got blown out of the water with the first 
minute of the morning show, basically. But um, I agree with you. It's not pushing it quite as much. But so it is. Some of it's pretty hard hitting. I've watched the first which, three. I was going to uh, say which I, I I think people want to j- object to. I don't think people object to. No. There are some hard hitting things, mm. but I I think people just assumed that not only was it not going to be some subjects that they may touch on that they were going to stray away from that all together and just stick with like you mentioned the Snoopy type stuff yeah. and you know that was going to be like well you know. Uh, I do want to actually be entertained and I am an adult, you know, so there are some subjects that I'm okay with. And I think Apple did a good job of, you know, tackling those subjects again, like I said, without trying to compete with some of these other uh, shows that are popular, but can be very, very touchy, very, very dramatic, very, you know, in some cases explicit, overly explicit, you know, to where, you know, you don't have to, for the most part, worry about as a family, if you have kids or, you know, whether yeah, tweens yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. the case may be to where you're actually like, Ooh, you know, I don't know, you know, there's some hard hitting stuff, but it's not, they're not competing for that audience. Yeah. I mean, I might disagree with you a bit actually. So, you know, I've watched and reviewed the first three episodes of physical, which is the new series that's just come out. And, you know, there's some pretty, I wouldn't, I don't think graphics the right word, but there's, it doesn't shy away from eating disorders and issues of bulimia and other things that the characters right. are suffering from. Right. You know, the morning show is all about uh, sexual abuse in, in the workplace and sexual exploitation in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Mosquito Coast is hardly an easy watch. Right. It's, but but if you compare that to like some of the stuff on HBO Max, yeah. like a Euphoria. Uh, like uh, I may kill you. I think I may destroy you. I think is the name of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There are some like <laughs> they take it to the next level. And the uh, the point I wanted to make was uh, there is some hard hitting subjects on Apple, but I don't feel like they're competing for that over the top audience that like like that that trauma porn that people tend to uh, be attracted to. No, you know, I think they probably. I think you're right. That wouldn't be very Apple. Right. But I also have been increasingly reassured uh, as the sort of 18 months of whatever we've, that we've had Apple TV Plus has gone on, mm-hmm. I have been increasingly reassured by how they are prepared to push things a bit. Right. And I think that is a good thing because it very easily could have been beautiful nature documentaries that they can pay for, mm-hmm. a couple of dramas but you know they set it in a context that's not really challenging people but actually they haven't done that and i think Mm -hmm. they're getting braver as it goes on it feels like to me right right and i think that is a good thing is i mean okay the morning show isn't quite succession but it's not a million miles off right right Uh, but and and like i said i don't think apple's competing for that you know They've done a good job of putting themselves in a good position to where people of, you know, different types of interests, you know, people who are willing to watch those kind of shows. But it's not overly like, oh, we just need to grab everybody. So we're just going to put everything out there, throw it all at the wall. The the resources are clearly gone into big names. It's I mean, it's a hard conversation that we're having, actually, because we don't really know any numbers. Right, right. 
uh, you know, no surprise, Apple isn't particularly open and transparent about who's using what and how many people. And, you know, uh, we we don't really know how many people are watching Apple TV Plus and how regular. Right. We're assuming, and I think it's a very fair assumption, that not many people are paying for it yet. But right. we won't, when we get, if we ever get numbers of how many people are paying for it, we won't have a baseline to compare that to. Right, right. And, you know, um, I guess I guess Apple's rich enough to where they don't have to worry about those type of numbers versus like a Netflix who, you sure. know, they they put all this content out there. But they, you know, I don't know their numbers specifically, but I'm pretty sure they've got a lot of debt, you know, trying to get that content out there versus that's not the case. So yeah, I mean, we'll see if Apple feels the need to put that information out there. And if they do, how specific are they yeah. going to get? I think we know. Terrence, you and I followed Apple for long enough. We know the answer to that question. Right. <laughs> Being rhetorical. <laughs> um, you're right. Certainly at the beginning, Netflix spent orders of magnitude more on content. But, you know, Apple have brought in big stars. And I think in terms of the, the kind of overarching question of would you pay for this, I think probably the fact that these are original shows makes it worth paying for. Yes, um, I think so. I think people want new stuff. Now the, you know, the nostalgic stuff is cool. You know, the yeah. reunion shows and, you know, going back into, you know, our okay, childhood, pause. I How guess. How good was the Friends reunion? Come on. Right, right. People like those, you know, uh, they love that. But that's kind of like a onesie twosie thing, you know, and I think Apple is really trying to say, okay, well, let's, Let's let's set ourselves up, you know, and then, you know, stretch out from there. Like you said, this 18 months have been a proving ground. And, you know, I haven't heard anybody, you know, overly say, ah, you know, Apple TV. I, yeah, I don't I don't like any of those shows. You know, most of the people can pick one or two shows if they, you know, have those yeah. you know, Apple products. And I think for just five dollars right now. Um, I think it's worth it. You know, you can see Netflix, you know, they're starting, they increase in their prices, Amazon Prime increasing their prices, HBO Max is starting to come out with all these different tiers, ad free, ad yeah, whatever, yeah, this yeah, and, yeah. you know, so you can see everything kind of creeping up past that six, seven, eight dollar mark when Apple, you know, at what is it, four ninety nine? you know, I mean, that's five bucks. I mean, that's not, you know. Yeah, no, it's a very competitive price point. It's always has been set at that competitive price point. And it goes to your point that app, this is not something that Apple needs instant return on. The The future right. of Apple does not rest or fall on Apple TV Plus subscriptions. Right. Or indeed Apple One subscriptions, which I want to talk to you about. But first, I want to tell you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, meaning you can enjoy cooking, get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. You can enjoy a wide variety of easy and delicious options for all three meals of the day and there's even snacks and special treats available within the HelloFresh market. HelloFresh offers great flexibility too. You can easily customise your order within the app. You can do things like change your delivery day, food preferences, plan size or skip a week whenever you need within minutes. I've got my first HelloFresh box on its way. It was super easy to set up my account and place my order and I've got some Mexican beef loaded wedges and hoisin chicken and plum stir fry on the way. Not only am I looking forward to cooking them, I'm very much looking forward to eating them. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14media and use 14media for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. 
That's 14 free meals and free shipping if you go to hellofresh.com slash 14media and use the offer code 14media. So you have, you were telling me that you have the Apple one. I think you have a family bundle. Let's break it down. So what's in each bundle quickly? Let's remind ourselves of that. So in the individual bundle of Apple One, which costs $14.95 US dollars a month. You get 50 gigabytes of iCloud storage, you get TV Plus, you get Apple Arcade, which is the gaming service, and you get Apple Music. In the family bundle, which you referenced, that's $19.95, and you get everything in that individual bundle, so iCloud, but it, the iCloud storage is 200 gigabytes, and you get music family sharing as well. Mm-hmm. And then if you want a premier tier, that's $29.95, you get all of that stuff in the family bundle, but your iCloud storage is two terabytes. You get News Plus and you get Apple Fitness Plus. Right, which I actually subscribe to the right. premier tier for the Fitness Plus and the two terabytes. Now, I don't right. really use the News Plus all that much. Now, I have Apple News, but I don't get into the subscription aspect. Uh, and I'd have to check with my wife. I think maybe she's starting to get into it. Yeah, there's but some the ma- fitness- magazines in there that are, I, I enjoy yeah. some of the magazines. In there. And there are some features, like uh, there are a couple of um, stories that I found on audio that I actually... Right find myself listening to the audio version of that magazine subscription in Apple News Plus, yeah, but so again, not getting all the value. time, you know? Yeah. So, and I worked it out. Basically, most of the bundles, you were saving money. Um, um, I'll link to the, in the show notes to the kind of table that I did when all this was first announced. Uh, but of course, now that you have to, once you start having to pay for one of the services, another of the services, i.e. Apple TV Plus, and you, you said this to me, I think, both on air and off air, suddenly this gives you more value to the bundle, right. which I think ultimately is what this game is all about for Apple, isn't it? Right, because if you just eyeball it, right, Because so I'd use myself as an example. Yeah. I pay for the um, premier family plan. It gives me two terabytes of iCloud storage, which alone Correct. is 10 bucks. Just trying yeah. to do the quick math, right? So I, I'll um, save you the quick math. If you okay. bought it all a la carte, <laughs> it would cost you fifty five ninety four. Right, right. But you're paying twenty nine ninety five. Yep, yep. And we use it. Like I said, I've got a family of five, four of which my wife, um, myself, my wife, uh, my two teenagers. You know, they use. May Apple the force music. be with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, uh, women, uh, teenagers. May the force be with you. Having been one of those myself, <laughs> I'm going to so, put you, know, you in touch with my father who runs a helpline for you all. We'll speak yeah, after right. the show. <laughs> so, you know, we're all using one or multiple aspects of that at any time all day long. So it, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I think in the family example that you're laying out, it's really worth it. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, even for me, I use pretty much all those services for both kind of work and play and you know, basically, so long as you're paying for almost all of them, it's worth it. Right. Because even if you take in that premier bundle, if the only thing you're not paying for is TV Plus, you're still paying the best part of $51. It's fifty ninety five instead of twenty nine ninety five. Yep. Even if you don't want TV Plus or Arc and you don't care about Arcade, that's still forty four ninety six. It's a very, very compelling offer, I think. And I yep. think a lot of people are going to go, well, I'm playing for two things, three things. I'll 
damn it, I might as well get the bundle. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it's that very is... attractive. It's very attractive, but you do save. It's not like one of those. I, you know what? A pet peeve of mine is if I'm shopping online and um, I'm say my cart is like thirty two bucks, right? And they say, well, if you just spend another seven dollars, you'll get free shipping. It's like, or I could just not pay the seven dollars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hi, you're talking to the biggest sucker for that ever. Nice to meet you. Um, I, I think the thing that has also changed the dynamic, and I think this was pandemic affected, was that a lot of the shows got delayed. I think we were meant to see the morning show. We probably would have seen Ted Lasso earlier. Mm-hmm. We were, everything has been delayed, including, I assume, the point at which we were meant to pay for TV Plus by the right, pandemic. Probably. There was a point where there wasn't enough content on there to justify paying for it, to asking people mm. to pay for it. Right. I no longer feel we're at that. You know, every day, almost every day, the, the, we, we're, you know, in the run up to this show, there's a new thing that we're hearing that's coming. Uh, you mentioned the John Stewart show that's on the way that mm-hmm. sort of has got lost in the weeds. We've got series two of some of the biggest shows now. I mm-hmm. think the timing might just be right. That The question I would ask though, and I, I, I will, we will probably never get the answer, but I'd love to get listener and viewer feedback on this. If you couldn't watch some of these shows, would you miss them? If you, I couldn't or if I could? You, do you know what I mean? If you uh-huh. were like, oh, look, I can't be bothered to spend the $5. I could, you know... Maybe I'll watch Ted Lasso, a friend who has it. Maybe I won't. Right, it's okay. It was just a, fun, yeah. you know, it was a fun comedy. Do I care that much about season two of the morning show? I, I've got Succession coming on HBO Max. You know, that kind mm. of thing. Right. I wonder if the shows have gripped people enough that they have to come back. Uh, that's a good question. I'll see your question. I'll raise it with another question. Um, in addition to timing being some of the reasons why we they possibly held off charging for um, Apple TV Plus, um, some of the uh, part twos or yeah, season yeah. two of some of these shows have been delayed. Now you're starting to see blockbuster movies come back. Mm-hmm. So you think of Fast and Furious, you think of um, Black Widow, yep. you think of um, uh, what's the one that's... Um, uh, what's the one where the monsters they they can't see? Um, uh, anyway, so a lot of these um, blockbusters are starting to come back around the same time that now we're starting to they they want to charge for Apple TV Plus, and now a lot of the episode season twos or some of these blockbuster shows yeah. are starting to come back. So the the real question, in my opinion, is will Apple be Apple TV Plus be able to compete now that production has started back up and some of these more popular must see in theater type movies are coming out will apple tv plus and their content be able to compete with the traditional blockbuster movies that are coming out apple is putting some of the movies into theaters Mm -hmm. so coda which i don't think one could describe as a blockbuster but i think i'm quite compelled to watch it it's the story of a a child of deaf adults who is a hearing member, only hearing member of her family who can, and she's a, turns out she's a beautiful singer, but she okay. has this conflict of wanting to leave her family 
or go and go to music school or stay and help her family and her family business. That's coming to select theatres and on Apple TV Plus at the same okay. time, August the 13th. So they are okay. trying to get into that space. We've obviously seen it with Netflix movies. And there's been a cherry. We already have seen them. Apple do that. So they are flirting with that a bit. And I think okay. that is going to be something that they have to pursue. But have that, to. Yeah, have to, absolutely. But, do, you know, does that put you off? Would you, instead of paying four ninety nine a month, if there's one movie that's from Apple that you would rather, you would like to watch, would you rather go to the movies, have the movie experience? Absolutely not. <laughs> I would much rather sit at home and watch it with my either with my family, you know, or by myself. I'm not a movie. I'm not the when everybody uses Endgame, uh, Avengers Endgame as the right. this is why you watch a movie in the movie theaters yeah. when the, the climax came and all the people came back. Everybody cheered. I'm like, shh. I need to hear. Have you, just what, have you just ruined Endgame for everyone? Right. Be quiet. I want to hear it. I, I can't hear the words that they're saying Terrence, because everybody's if, clapping. Terrence, <laughs> so if I'm, I get hate mail because you've just spoiled Endgame for people <laughs> who haven't seen it yet, I'm sending it back to you. Actually, to be honest, right. if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame now. You don't get. Not. You don't get a spoiler alert. You've had, but time. again, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm the litmus test for that because no. I would much rather pay the extra money and watch it at home. Even if it's like on a, you know, that sometimes they'll say you can watch it for 24 hours. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't necessarily have to be the one parked in front of the TV hitting refresh or, you know, exiting out or getting back in to watch it as soon as it drops. You know, even some of these, like for instance, um, what's the new one on Mar on Disney Marvel? Loki. Loki, you know, yeah. I, it drops on Wednesday there are people who have already watched it. You know, I typically kind of wait until Friday or Saturday. Yeah, so sure, again, yeah. I may not be a good barometer because, you know, I'm not the, I got to get it immediately or I've got to see it in theaters or I don't get that experience. Yeah, Apple and Apple TV plus is obviously following that method that's been used by Disney of dropping episodes for most shows on a weekly basis, the big hits, the big shows right. we're getting on a weekly basis. Some we get series out front, but, Mm -hmm. mostly the the it's which again is obviously trying to keep people in keep people in the ecosystem you know you can't just pay for a month because there's a series you want to watch and you watch the whole thing in one go and then i mean you could probably do you can do that i guess at the end if you don't care about spoilers but you know what's all the episodes and about. it's tough it is tough to avoid the spoilers because right. there are people who who will they they tweet watch the entire show so yeah, it, I, I do you, run into that sometimes a friend that watches uh, it or you read it in a magazine or on the website you know this this is all to me playing to apple's advantage that i i can't really get past your point that you made at the beginning which is for most people there'll probably be two or maybe three things at worst that make it worth four ninety nine a month. Right. Now, if it was eight ninety nine a month, nine ninety nine a month, fourteen ninety nine to compare it with Amazon or Netflix or HBO, probably not. Forget but it. at yeah, five bucks, three shows that are pretty intriguing, I think that's worth it. Yeah. And of course, it's pretty easy to turn on and off if you've watched everything you want to watch and you're waiting for the next season of something. That that I think could be the disadvantage Apple TV Plus has in a way. 
people, if they can be bothered, may find it a bit too easy to turn their subscription on and off mm-hmm. once there's a break in seasons. And I can remember when that wasn't the case, trying to turn something off in Apple. Oh, you had to jump right. through some hoops. <laughs> Nowadays, right, right, right. you're right. But, uh, I think, you know, but that again goes back to your point of once you're paying for it, you'll find stuff to watch on it. Right. You'll be more compelled. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really interesting one to watch because this is, this is the crunch point. We've sort of been waiting for this with uh, Apple TV Plus for, you know, 18 months now. The conversation has always been, oh, it doesn't have an in-depth back catalogue. Are the originals enough? This is the crunch point. Right. If you had to kind of take a guess, how do you see this playing out? Do you, Apple has no compulsion to put up the price, so it can bide its time on that front. Do you think there's enough there to draw people in? I think there's enough to draw people in. And with the, the making it available on all these different devices... You know, I, I think it's nothing to be able to, you know, you're already in the ecosystem for the most part. You know, it's not a separate, even though it's Apple TV Plus, it's not a, it doesn't feel like a separate thing. Like, for instance, uh, trying to go from, um, you know, Netflix and then having to log out and log back into like an Amazon Prime or then try to get to a Peacock or try to yeah. get to whatever. It seems like a jump, right? Versus if I'm already on my iPhone, I'm already on my iPad, already on my computer, it feels like a it's built in to then just venture over to Apple TV Plus and watch a show. So I think to combat that, you know, I think being already having it neatly integrated in some of these devices, I think will, you know, um, give it that extra oomph that Apple may need in order to keep it compelling. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I just remember after the first, the Apple TV Plus event that kind of launched the whole whole service, I just remember the videos of Oprah shouting, a billion pockets, y'all. And that's what it comes <laughs> down to, doesn't it? Right. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And who are we? to argue with Oprah. <laughs> Terrence, thank you so much for joining me. Where can people keep up with you? Uh, sure. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, I am one half of the SnobOS podcast. Uh, we are on social media at SnobOScast. We also, you can go to our website at SnobOScast.com. Uh, personally, I am on social media at Brother Tech, B-R-O-T-H-A-T-E-C-H. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And that's it. Thank you so much once again for joining me. I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. And obviously you can keep up with me at themacobserver.com. Let me know if you're going to subscribe to Apple TV Plus and actually part with your cash. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you.